expecting that. All right. So I was listening to our last episode and I came up with a brilliant idea. Oh, probably not too brilliant then. You know how I was having a boner for Oathbreaker? Yeah. Imagine if we took her vocal talents with Oathbreaker's swell and did a combination with Death Heaven. Be pretty sick. Would that not be super cool? Yeah, I'd be about that. I, I'm all about the chick though from Oathbreaker. Whatever she's in, I'm all about it. That she is terrifying. Bit, I'm just saying. I know we mentioned the like Emma Ruth Rundle and we mentioned Val, their collaboration that they just did. Yeah, they've got a whole album coming out too, and I can't wait for that. So just just imagine a collaboration between Oathbreaker and Death Heaven. Death Heaven wouldn't do it though. They're too. They're they're about. Well, I'm not gonna say they're about their shit because I mean they are playing atmospheric black metal, but it is cool atmospheric black metal. But I don't know if they would actually mesh with Oathbreaker. I think Oathbreaker is a whole lot harder than those guys. Do you uh, you want to hear my biggest complaint about that? The biggest pet peeve I have about fans or non-fans that listen to Death Heaven is when they say they're hipster black metal. In a sense, they kind of are, but I mean, we're, uh, like all of the metal community, we're all hipsters, like I, in a, in a sense. I don't want to admit it is the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can understand where they're coming from, and I know why they're saying it, but at the same time, I don't want to say shit about it. I really do not. So anyways, yeah, I think that would be a really cool collaboration. Uh, it would be interesting, obviously, but... I would listen to it, that's for sure. I, I feel like it would just be an interesting mesh of vocal work. It would, be, it would be difficult to blend the guitar work and the other instrumental part of everything, but I'm, I'm thinking, like, imagine the vocal, you know, like her soft and sweet and his high-pitched ambient scream soft and sweet i mean okay only did an album of soft shit okay (laughs) maybe not soft and sweet but her 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 singing voice her we we mentioned it like her eerie vibe yeah it's got it she gives off when she sings but anyways let's talk about some of the new stuff that has come out here recently Holy shit. Uh, I'm probably, I'm going to run this song back here for a second. We'll crank this up. This is actually off the new album by Deftones. And as you've heard, as you've heard in our previous episodes, we are massive Deftones fans here at the Mountain Metal Music Show. Massive fans. And Ohms is killer (laughs) ohms is so good uh what we had playing in the background here is radiant city which i don't know if you i mean i think it's one of my favorite tracks on this i think it is my favorite track Uh, honestly it's really it's really close for me but i also really love uh pompeji yeah i 
I don't know. It's hard because and headless is so sexy. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's all it's a really really good album. I'm really really happy with how it's come out, and I I think Terry Date did an excellent job of producing this, just like he did with White Pony. Oh, no, dude. dude. Yeah, it's outstanding. Uh, so I think after let's play some of Radiant City here. And uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Uh, I, have to, I have to say, have to say something. something. I have, I have to, to go, go back a couple episodes. Actually, I probably said it three or four episodes. Talking shit about all these dudes playing eight strings, seven and eight strings. Well, well, most, most of those, those do, do, do it wrong. Deathcore guys, Jeep guys, that's not wrong. Seth Carpenter's allowed to do it. Seth Carpenter's shit. I'm really, I'm glad you pulled that up because that's another thing I wanted to say here after we played this was. Well, I, always, I kept every every time we I said it on the episode. Whenever I got done, I'm like, oh, damn, one of my favorite guitarists is the seventh string. Well, well, I think the reason that we really didn't say anything about it or corrected it is because we're on the same wavelength with that. So I'm glad we clarified that Steph Carpenter is an exception <laughs> in using a seven string or any extra stringed instrument. Uh, Matt Pike is also another exception because in many yeah, shows... Yeah, but he, he, he is opposite. opposite so he, he, doubles he doubles the last, last three strings. String. Instead of doubling the... I'm just I'm just talking specifically with extra strained guitars. Yeah. Any guitar that has more than six strings, there are very particular and niche exceptions. Uh, those are a quick two that I can think of as far as an exception would be Matt Pike and Steph Carpenter. But I'm good to be like what is, what is her, her name? Jeff and the Brotherhood. He uses three strings. strings. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's shit. shit. Well, let's uh let's play Radiant City here. We'll uh we'll run that back and give it a little more volume here so you all can enjoy it too and uh, get exposed to that if you haven't already listened to the album Ohms. It yeah, is it is immaculate. You need to listen to it from start to beginning. I've already listened to it like three times through. Yep. yep. Same. And I'll probably continue to listen to it more, obviously, Same. because it is so good. Um, and then after that, I think we can talk about some new albums that have come out or some upcoming stuff that I'm really excited about. I know there is more on the way that's going to be good and that ties directly into uh how we were talking about covid killing the live music scene you know the ability to play live because of all these restrictions but everyone's ability to start writing and all these bands to put out new material and i think it's awesome because we're seeing a lot of stuff be dumped into the metal scene right now and it's it's overwhelming but it's the good overwhelming <laughs> it's like every day i'm coming across something new that i'm like oh that's that is dope like that is awesome 
and it goes to show you the effort these guys are putting into their writing too and their musical careers because they are taking the time to actually go in and write this new stuff and sit down and come up with stuff you know it shows how productive they want to be and they're maximizing their time but this is radiant city by owns i mean by I'm sorry what i really like about this album like a diamond eyes uh like part two well why i don't i mean i can agree with that to an extent but at the same time you could also say this is like a lot of their past albums part two i know it's Uh, it's got i hear a lot of minerva in it i hear i mean you definitely you definitely hear some pony you definitely hear some saturday night wrist you definitely hear some uh, Minerva. You definitely hear uh, Kyo no Koyan. Yeah. I, I, I definitely hear that. I definitely hear some Diamond Eyes in it, too. Uh, I, I think there was a press release, too, when they were interviewing them and talking to Steph and Chino and all them. Uh, and they were saying that this Deftones album is really a blend of all the different past emotions they had gone through. Uh, that this truly was kind of a revolutionary album for them because there's a different flavor that you hear in each track from past albums they did. It's like uh, it's like each part of the album, each different track, is something that could have been added on to a previous album that they've wrote. Exactly, yeah, could have been in the last song. Yeah, yeah. You, you, and I, I think that's really cool, and I really, really, really like that. And I think that's why this album is so good. Because, I mean, I mean, even in uh, us, you know, we're particular metal fans, but metal fans in general, they have stigmas as far as like, oh, I like this band, but I don't particularly like this album. That's stupid. Well, it it happens. There's different circumstances where that happens. Be like, oh, well, I didn't particularly like this album. This wasn't my favorite. They tried something different, and I wasn't a fan. 
but I think that's where Ohms really excels is that, you know, someone might be looking at the Deftones as a whole like that. And they may say, oh, well, I didn't particularly like, uh, I don't know. I didn't particularly like adrenaline. Okay. But they could come to it. They could come to this album and be like, oh, well, that's really cool. Even though it's got the flavor of those different albums. And I think as a whole, this album kind of brings all of it together. And it's really, really, really cool. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you've gotten something to say in regards to that. I, hopefully, you can like. Yeah. Do you, under, do you understand do, what I'm saying? Got, saying got, like got you. Things going on right here. Here. I need to pause. pause. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll come back. I know it's early in the episode, but we'll we'll give it a second. So sorry about that, folks. We uh, we needed a second. I know it doesn't take long for you because we just kind of pause our recording here and then we come back right to it and you just hear us, you know, with no little break. But uh, we were talking about Deftones and I was saying that Tanner here might have an opinion on it. But first, before you go into that, I think we should go ahead and bring the show in. Uh, this is the Mountain Metal Music Show. I'm Daniel. I'm Tanner. And uh, we are here to talk about metal. <laughs> we are here to spread metal to the world. Uh, <laughs> to, to the masses. Um, and we didn't do the disclaimer last episode. I don't know how much that helps. But I, I still want to reiterate that all the music we share in this podcast is the credit needs to go to the artists. They take the time to create these beautiful masterpieces. And that's why we want to spread them to the world because we think everyone needs to hear this genius and creativity. Um, and this is, this is just an outlet for that. You know, we don't intend to take any fame or anything away from. No, like, like I said, we that, pretty much took our, uh, Phone calls and yeah, this, this is just our humble opinion on everything. Uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. We don't want to make anyone upset, and we hope people continue to listen. And even if they think it is a little controversial, you know, we would actually like for you all to email us. Well, that's uh, the way. But anyways all the credit should go to the artists, you know, we're, we're here for them and we are just shooting the shit. You know, this is another night for us. We just decided to record it and be like, Hey, someone else might want to hear this too. Uh, but we were talking about uh, the possible opinion you'd have on Deftones and how I was talking about the new album ohms and how fans, uh, you know, indifferent fans that might have preferred one album over the next or, you know, may not be as hardcore of Deftones fans as we are. Uh, you know, they might have said, hey, I don't particularly like this album, but they come to Ohms and they're like, oh, that's really cool. And it has the same vibe as those previous albums. Uh, so let's hear what you got to say on that, Tanner. Yeah, yeah and, and that's, that's the beautiful, the beautiful thing, thing to me about the Deftones. And that's, that's what I've always, always kind of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Them, or, or this is whatever they had to do. Every album is completely different. 
I mean, people thought they were crazy when they put out a lightning. I mean, it didn't last off until, you know, 10 years later. But every album, you can see how they evolved. And they've started more as a, you know, your classical, your modern new metal. Yeah, it's the it's the Deftones. It's their own particular brand. It's their own particular music. Uh, I I completely agree with that. Uh, I know there's probably plenty of people out there who would say that like OG Deftones, like in the beginning, they would classify them with new metal stuff. Uh, they they also came out in that same time frame too as the a bunch of new metal stuff. But I, yeah, you know, I the band, band I hate that they get pulled on the all the time. Is it corn? No, no it's, it's not, not corn. corn. I'm, I'm, I'm more happy about corn than than pool. Oh, <laughs> oh God, uh, no! Let's not talk about that. We don't want to. That that will be an hour and a half long bitch session. <laughs> yeah. <that's- laughs> That, that's what the episode will turn into, and we are not about that. <laughs> um, all I'm going to say is that d- when you hear Deftones, you know it's Deftones. It, it is their own vibe. They have matured into their own brand, their own sound, their own unique. And it doesn't like album. Put out the same fucking album. Then their own heroin. Uh, so we started talking about new albums that have come out here soon. Uh, speaking of heroin, Touche Amore. Yeah, man. If this, this is, is going to go to So I'm a little disappointed in myself because I pre-ordered this vinyl and I have been so busy with school that I haven't been able to keep up with, uh, like, the actual album release. But their new album was opened up. Uh, is that, that album is called Lament, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So that was actually playable to everyone last week, you said? Uh, it was last, last week. week, week before before last. Last. It's not that long so I'm still waiting on that to come in, but uh, this is my first time actually like hearing it, and I'm a little sad about that because usually I like to t- stay on top of when this stuff comes out. You know, like Deftones, I I might yeah, more is one of those bands you got to catch yourself watching because you listen to too much, you got to stay in mind, and you just don't know what's going on. So this song right here is called uh, "We." Uh, I, I said the word heroin as a segue because the song we're going to play here is called "Come Heroin," uh, and this is off their new album "Lament."
Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I am very sad that I did not know that was fully released because that is good. <laughs> yeah, that is like, I mean, I it's Tuesday and Monterey sticking to their guns. Yeah, that, they're that, that that is, the now, I guess. That's, that's what I was going to say. That, they've, they've done. Do what? That that is classic Touche More. Yeah, yeah no, no, I die. I am very happy with that. Like very happy. Uh, I'm actually. I know this is going to sound bad, but I'm probably going to wait till the vinyl comes in because the quality to me always sounds better than listening listening digitally. And yeah, if, yeah, if it's a, if I've already missed the actual release of it, I think I'd rather wait and hear it when it comes to that quality. But I am very looking forward to listening to that from beginning to end. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It makes me want to, like, grab a flag and run to something. <laughs> like, even if there's no fight or anything, like, I just... Oh, that's, that's the thing. thing. You're, you're always running. Running to something. something, you don't, you don't know, know where you're, you're running, running at. They're going somewhere. somewhere. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. It's cool. Like those drums are really, really cool. And then it calms down there for a second. It goes right back into that punky Touche More that you know and love. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of that. I really am. Uh, and I am excited to see that get released uh what else has come out here recently uh I'm medium, medium, rarities. medium rarities by mastodon it's dope. so sad that the shipment has been held up because i've got that vinyl ordered too to come in uh i think the covid has cut off some of the shipment on some of that stuff, which is really sad. But I did listen to that when, you know, it came out and everything. And it is, I'm pumped about that. It is really good. I really like the instrumentals they released too. I'm I'm a a huge fan of that. I think, I don't know. I've personally always been a fan of instrumentals though. I appreciate vocalists and everything, but I always really like instrumental versions because I really like to drive and just not hear any words. You know, I, agree. I, like, I, like, I like my own words. words. Yeah, I, I like to go down the road and like let the music paint a picture as fruity as that sounds. <laughs> like, I no, just, that's what I, 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 I like to let it kind of paint its own picture, but. Also, Sumac. Yeah, I wish we could play some Sumac. May you be held. <laughs> oh my God, it is so good. Uh, I literally just got that shipped in yesterday, and on record, it sounds like you're in the room with them. It sounds so good. Like, it sounds like Aaron Turner is literally standing right beside you in your ear, just going, (laughs) yeah, it is. Oh, it's so good. And I wish we could play some of that, but they have already taken it off Spotify other than the Iron Chair. They put it on there for one goddamn day. day. Yeah. One goddamn goddamn day. day. 
It, it is still on iTunes, but if you have a hard copy of that album, you are very fortunate right now. And I am so happy because I listened to all of it from start to finish last night when it came in. And uh, it's like the album itself, I don't know the exact time on how long it lasts, but listening to it, it sounds like an eternity. <laughs> I mean, it's like any other Schumacher album. It's probably only like 35 minutes long. It, it, I was sitting there in my room and it felt like I was listening to that album for a solid five hours. <laughs> Just because of how, I don't know, I can't even explain the way they write or the way they record stuff. Uh, I can't begin to understand how they do that but you listen to it and it becomes like this black hole of time (laughs) you just kind of get sucked into it and it takes forever um also coming out here soon i don't know if you've heard it or not but a band out of detroit michigan they're called temple of the fuzz witch do you are you are you familiar with them uh, you cut out a little bit there. What would you say? So I've not heard them. You've not heard them? Okay. Let me go off their uh, previous album. This came out in 2019. They're like a really new band. And I, I don't think they've got as many listeners as I would like them to have. But uh, I'll play this song. Actually, I'm... I don't know if I can find the new stuff, uh, but I'll play Bathsheba real quick uh, just to give you a little exposure to them. But they've got a new record coming out, and it, it I've got very, very high hopes for it. Very, very high hopes. You know who that reminds me of? Uh, it's like Paul uh, Bear and Candlemas had a baby. I think 
Oof, I don't know because I feel like they're a little f- they're they're a little faster. Yeah, but it has, it's even that intro had that like old school funeral doom. I, I get that, but if you the th- they remind me mostly of Holy Serpent. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've heard much Holy Serpent. They came out with an album recently too that is uh, Lord Dece- Lord Deceiver was an outstanding song and marijuana's trench but uh i don't you'll notice that like a lot of the new shit i end up listening to has these really what i would like to call soaked vocals (laughs) and i think that's the best way to describe them is that it's super fuzzy and super heavy and the vocal work sounds like it's drenched in water like it's literally like like they put the microphone in a bucket of water got down in there and was like Bathsheba <laughs> yeah, I don't know I'm weird like that I, I think well, it's, no, that, that, that just goes towards your love yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I, it, it's weird. I, I, I don't know. I think it's like it's a fuzzy blend of, of like psychedelic music. It's like mixing super fuzzy riffs with like classic psychedelic music. And yeah, it's yeah, cool. What like, like psychedelic, psychedelic music actually into, into, you know, you know like. like Back, Back in the 70s, you had a band like, I can see that. Yeah, there's like a heavier element that got added into it. Well, I mean, like even with like modern psychedelic stuff, you could even like throw Elder in there yeah uh, i think i've talked about nick DeSalvo in a previous episode yeah maybe just temporarily but he's one of my favorite guitarists right now um i think he does outstanding uh those albums like lore dead roots stirring and gemini was a track on lore uh, i think no all I'm going to say is he's outstanding. He's a really good guitarist. Um, but it, it, it's cool how all that has kind of developed. But let's get into the meat of the episode here. Uh, I was not super familiar with this band until you really uh, you mentioned them to me the other day. And then I sat down for a good while and started listening to them and was really almost pissed off at myself that I had not heard these guys. Is it a mean rap? It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I was was very upset, you know, with some of the bands that we've talked about. And, like, we've always been kind of one one of the similar vibes of what we listen to and everything. Uh, We've always been pretty close with each other as far as, you know, what we've recommended to each other. Uh, Just different emotional I guess nuances that we would send. It just depends how we're feeling that day when we would discover someone else and send to each other. But I mean, these guys go all the way back to uh, 
let me see here. Uh, 2011, 2011. I think I think right around 2011 is the earliest I'm seeing on them. The, but, and, but that, the, the Mass Six album. Yeah, and that's one of the songs I'm going to play right here. It's called "Children of the Eye." Uh, I know another song that I want to recommend that's not off that album. It's called "Razor Eater." Yeah, Razor Eater is one of my favorites from them after I've been listening to them. But Children of the Eye is excellent. And I am, like I said, very disappointed that I did not know these guys. And I'm glad that you shouted them out to me because they are slowly becoming like a frequent listen for me. Uh, yeah, and, and plus, plus we just got Oh, that's awesome. That is really cool. Yeah, I'm glad these guys got to a really big label. I mean, after listening to them, I could say they really deserve it. I mean, they are good. They're very, very good. Um let's go let's go ahead and throw that on here. I think it'll fade in for a second. It's got a little bit of an intro uh, in here. Is that a horn in the background? Possibly. I don't know how they get that sound. That could also be a keyboard. Takes it a minute. Yeah, it, it's growing a little bit. Uh, for the listeners, I'm going to go ahead and speed it up just a little bit. We'll go a little bit forward. Like 30 seconds, 45 Do you want me to tell you why I'm so pissed at myself for not knowing them? Yes. Because you know I love atmospheric newish black metal. Would you consider that black metal? Well, maybe not necessarily black metal, but I feel like the influences. 
I think I think black metal influences with the vocals. Yeah. That that's where I'm hearing the black metal. But you know I love ambient stuff. That I love the guitar tones that sound like they carry on through they go across a whole two football fields and also echo within a cave because yeah, they, it sounds like, like you got, got like seven, seven guitars. guitars. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's why I'm so disappointed that I did not know these guys because that that is their tone and that is something I'm realizing as I'm going through and listening to them is that is the sound they hit and they do it very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like I said they're a band I have definitely got to listen more to I want it's going to sound really corny but I want to know them uh, and I, th- I think a lot of metal nerds will also agree when you hear a band that you really like that you don't know about that hits the tone that you really, you know, just kind of like sonically hits your ear and resonates, you want to know them. Yeah. You, 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 you want to understand where they're coming from. You want to listen to their music and try and hear their story. And you want to learn more about them. And that's how I'm feeling about Aminra because they are good. So once, no, once you get, you get into them, man, it's hard to, to not stop listening. listening well, I mean, listen to those riffs. I mean, it, it's not like they're complicated. They're mm-hmm. not fast. They're not thrashy. They've just got that particular tone that is uneasy. And like, I don't know, it feels like you've got a knife to your throat, but it like someone's going to decapitate you or someone's going to slit your throat, but they're moving about the speed of if a slug were to crawl across, like, you know, like if you were to notice a slug crawling, like that's how slow they're going across your wrist. I mean, not your wrist, but but your neck, you know, yeah. Like, like your death is not fast. It's like, you feel it just slowly bleeding out. And I don't know. It's just, it's cool. Actually, like, if you're okay with it, I kind of want to play Razor Eater a little bit yeah, here, yeah. too. Let me, I, I want to go ahead and throw Razor Eater here. And uh, there was a band I was telling you about earlier, uh, what, Year of No Light. And I think I'm going to play them next because I know they're kind of grouped in right here with these people. Uh, and we'll, we'll yeah, let, me play, let me play Razor Eater, and then after that, uh, we'll we'll go from there. But.
Yeah, so that was Razor Eater by Amina. We are going to take a quick break here. And uh, I know it's not going to seem like a break to you, but it will be for us here. Uh, we'll be right back here in a second. This is the Mountain Metal Music Show. And famously, like we always state in our previous podcasts, I know it didn't feel like a break for you all, but it felt like an eternity for us because we took a quick break there. <laughs> uh, didn't want to, but we had to. Yeah, we, we had some stuff come up, but I mean, that happens. But what's fortunate is we can pause it and resume it. The and metal lives on. And you all don't even understand what happened in the back scene because you just hear the podcast. Uh, we were talking about Aminra and bands that are kind of like that. And the band I wanted to mention was Year of No Light. Uh, I'm going to play a song from them. Uh, this is off which album? Uh, da, 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 da. I think this was their original album. Uh, Osserwelt is from 2010. Yeah. Uh, and I apologize once again if I mispronounced that, but uh, I've noticed in this podcast we're playing quite a bit of music, and I'm kind of happy for that. I'm glad you all get to listen to all this different stuff. Uh, we're kind of getting into some niche stuff that people may not know off the top of their head. And I think that's really cool. You know, I think that's the point of this podcast. More, More air quote, uh, avant-garde. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I'm really happy we're kind of getting it. We're getting into this because that's the whole point of this is we want you all to hear different metal different artists that you aren't exposed to in the mainstream uh and i mean i hope you all become a fan of like not necessarily underground stuff but like you said avant-garde stuff yeah man like uh man i've been i'm gonna push on you right here a whole lot lately yeah imperial triumphant yeah that sound they do, man. The sounds of New York. York. I mean, we're, we're, we're Appalachian guys, so you know, we don't. <laughs> even our big cities, man, they're, they're not fucking massive. massive you know what I mean? Yeah, I and that's one of the things that I'm glad you brought that up. I really hate it that. I mean, I know we're from the Appalachian region, and we have our own cultural differences and everything, but we are so behind and what is becoming new in certain scenes for these bigger cities. Uh, Stuff that's becoming bigger in those areas has been there for, what, five to ten years? Yeah. And, And we are just now getting exposed to it. We're just now finding out about it because of, like, suggestions through Spotify and stuff. And I hate it, but I love it at the same time. Oh, uh, well, well, man, uh, there's, there's a YouTube channel that I've been really watching a lot lately. Uh, you you should subscribe to it. His name's Greg, Greg Bill. And, and he, he puts, puts out, I mean, the best of the underground metal. metal. He puts out shit every day. It's fantastic. You know, it's usually shit that 
put it on a, 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 like a, a tape or, or something. Yeah. That's really cool. That, and, you know, that's something I think that a lot of us metal guys, we aspire to have one day is we aspire to start something and be heard on such a small level that it grows over time. You know, I've never been a fan of, I mean, there have been bands in the past that grow big really, really fast. But I think I'm more of a fan of bands that start off so small that no one knows about except for particular people in their area. And then they slowly grow. Could take 10 years before you can hear the first album, you know. And and then you hear it, and it's like, oh, God, God, this is heavier than and and then you go back and you listen to it and you're like oh this is 10 years ago that is insane that is so good but uh yeah so i was talking about year of no light i sped it up here a little bit but this is probably their most popular track it's persephone one um i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and play that a little bit and then i believe up next, we've got some Dragged Into Sunlight. And I've got another band in mind that's coming here. And I'll mention that here in a little bit. But let's go ahead and play this and bring it in.
that's not the end of the song there. But, no. Um, um, I, I want to really like pulls me to that kind of that type of music right there. It's like it's a scored song. It's not like at all times I could picture it being like in a movie or a movie based around that song. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, uh, like if you were to watch some kind of like a drama style movie and hear that in the background, you know, and and it pertained to a specific situation. And, you know, I think right. stuff like I, I think stuff like that is pretty cool. Uh, I did. I, I apologize for skipping it there forward a little bit, but I wanted to give two different elements of the song. Uh, oh, it would be a really, really cool, cool idea, idea for us to do, do like, like score music. music. This, this uh, uh, you know, uh, God's Godspeed, Black, Black Emperor. Emperor. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. We can definitely do that in the future. Uh, and that goes into the bands with concept albums again, like you were talking about Merciful Fate and Black and uh, <laughs> King Diamond. I know those aren't necessarily with movies or anything but they need to be yeah like you you could take king diamond albums and you could literally make a movie and just play their album in the background and have a movie playing like no no context no script no anything just play the album in the background and have a movie playing <laughs> you know um yeah. Now, I, I think stuff like that is really cool and year of no light is they're very different uh i think they've got a very specific following for people who listen to them but they're definitely someone to check out if you uh like the road trip i know me personally when i like to drive down the road uh even when i'm coming to see you you know like that's a bit of a drive but I like to put something on and I like to listen to it in its entirety. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to hear how it develops as it goes. And that's why I think we both like not necessarily concept albums, but albums that are meant to be listened to from the start to the finish. Exactly. You, there's not a particular part you want to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, and you bring up a good point. If you skip a particular part in a track, you miss um, an emotion. Yeah, you miss an emotion that's meant to be felt in that. And that's just like the new Sumac album, May You Be Held. I hate that they only have the Iron Chair on Spotify. Yeah, me too. But if you listen to that album like I did from beginning to end, like it feels like it's hours long. You get so many different thoughts that come from listening to the album. And I love albums like that. I really appreciate stuff like that. You know, it takes time to write stuff like that. That's not easy content. Not at all. <laughs> And yeah, Sumac's coming from, from like an all-star all band, band, dude. That's not, not, it's not, not really even like a full-time band. No, all those, those dudes, dudes Aaron Turner, like, I'm not even going to do it. I'm not 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 going
Yeah, he's a fucking beast. He plays in uh, Baptist as well. If you guys ever check out Baptist, that's like one of the best Canadian hardcore bands. Actually, uh, after this, uh, I know I know I mentioned one band. We'll play them, and then I think we I want to go into some Baptist. So we'll throw a Baptist song in there because I know we've talked about them in the past. So I think people need to hear them. Uh, first, I was mentioning Dragged Into Sunlight, and you mentioned them as well when we were working on our uh, prep for this podcast episode. Uh, they actually have a new single out. Do you know the name of it off the top of your head? Well, it's like, like Terminal, terminal Aggressor. Aggressor. Yeah. Uh, Three. I, I've got it right here. It's actually Terminal Aggressor 2. Uh, Two. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're not a three yet, but they're they're a number two. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terminal aggressor two, and I can't play that because it's not posted yet. Uh, I I haven't found it. Oh, actually, I did. I just now found it. But the thing is, is that it's twenty eight minutes long. So I that don't know, right. I don't know where to begin when I play that. Um, I recommend checking it out. I'm going to go ahead and play. I will, uh, I'll play their most popular song off Hatred for Mankind. It was uh, 2011. It's called Boiled Angel. So, like, if you're on iTunes iTunes or anything, this is the song that's probably going to pop up. Uh, We'll we'll go ahead and play that, and then we'll go from there. It pleases me to serve you. So the first thing I want to say is uh, I don't know if you caught it there beginning, but when it says it pleases me to serve you, you uh, you hear someone's voice there at the beginning. 
I believe that's from the Poughkeepsie tapes. Uh, are you familiar with those? With, with, the, with the what? what? You, you have, have people going on. on. Is, is the Poughkeepsie tapes. Sorry, I believe that's notifications I'm getting. It's it's from our fans. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know those. Weird. So, so the Poughkeepsie tapes are, um, it's a series, I believe they're on either Amazon Prime or Hulu, and the FBI uses them, I still don't, to this day, I don't know if they're real or fake, but they use them to profile serial killers. Uh, in the Poughkeepsie tapes, there is one particular victim, and obviously I'm not going to say any names, but she is captured and instead of immediately killed by this brutal serial killer, like, I believe it's called the Water Street Murderer, and you should look this up if you're into serial killer stuff. She is actually kept alive and he puts a doll mask on her face. And if you know anything about psychology, he, uh, God, what? There's a certain syndrome where the captive starts to love her. Stockholm syndrome. Um, Stockholm's, yeah. So he creates a classic case of Stockholm syndrome. And she literally has to slit another victim's throat for him. And he makes her say, it pleases me to serve you, Master. Don't quote me, but I think that's what that quote is from. And what's cool about Dragged into Sunlight is I think they take a lot of different quotes from those serial killer documentaries. Yeah, they are, they are heavy. They, you know, I think it'd be a sick show if you had cult leader or, okay, dragon, cult leader, and man. You know, I'm actually, I'm a little upset that you just mentioned them because earlier I hinted at a band that I wanted to play. <laughs> And you just said them. <laughs> Cult leader? <laughs> yeah. So when I'm playing stuff like this, my mind goes really close to Cult Leader. Uh, I love some Cult Leader, and I know they're getting more and more famous as we go. Uh, their, most yeah. recent, their most recent album is A Patient Man, came out in 2018. But they've got some brutal stuff, like, all the way back in 2014, before yeah, man, they, they got deserve it. They deserve it. all the notoriety. I mean, they're a fucking heavy band. Let me, uh, I, I'm going to look for it here. It's I Am Healed is the song I want to play. Yeah, I, I think everyone should hear that one first, too. Yeah, that, that is a great first exposure to cult leader.
I think you should play Great I Am. I may have let that one run a little bit long, <laughs> but it is so hard to turn them off. That song is so hard. Oh, uh, I think you need to play. Uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna take off my. Um, uh, uh, Gaza, suction, car bomb, trap them, the secret, <laughs> Baptist. Thank God, God damn the God damn the song is my favorite song of all time. Wait, what'd you say? Sorry. Make secret. Oh, the secret. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I uh, I didn't know what you were getting at, so I was trying to jog your memory by just naming bands. <laughs> Oh, um, man, I went on a big, big kick of the secret. Yeah, look, look up my goddamn top. Oh, I've got it right here. It's it's close by. It's close by. Uh, we, at any given moment, we could be taken down tomorrow because of the amount of music we play. But at the same time, anyone who's listening to us, I kind of don't care because you need to hear this. And if you're fortunate enough to listen and catch on to this before we get taken down, (laughs) 
I, I wish you the best of luck because we're putting you on a journey of music that will take you to a new level. Of I, I've got another. I want you to play, play this, this one, one, and then I've got another band probably not listen to in a while. Okay. And they just pop up my head and start talking about these. Yeah, let's let's play May God Damn Us All, and we, yes. we will go from there. Uh, but that previous one was uh, Heal Me, What I Am Healed by Cult Leader, and it's fucking heavy. <laughs> The only reason I'm cutting it off is because that song is only a minute and 19 seconds, but it's pure fucking adrenaline. It is Chaos. It is pure fucking bang your head, kill yourself hard. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, a, I'm still afraid of copyright, so I'm not going to play the whole song, but... I recommend going uh, watching uh, watch a lot of videos because they are fucking impressive. You know, but uh, the, the other band that, uh, that popped up in my head, do you remember Alter of Plagues? Alter of Plagues? Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I was going <clears> to. <throat> Sorry, I was actually. Uh, I, I thought you were going to say All Pigs Must Die. Well, I mean, I'll be and I, I mean, we could play them next. I mean, that that is something that we could definitely play. Uh, what song do you want by Alter Plagues? Either God Alone or a Body Shroud. God Alone is terrible. Let Let's go with uh, God Alone here. Uh, let's. God, we are playing a lot of music in this episode, and I want you all also to, uh, it's Mountain Metal Music Show at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook as well at uh, Mountain Metal Music Show. We really, yeah. well, what, what do you want, what you want us to hear? hear? What, 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 what's, what's your idea, idea of good metal? Or what, 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 we we want suggestions. Yeah, we want suggestions, we want comments, we want this to be a community. And we want to also adapt our episodes to what you all think. So if you think we should play more music like we are tonight, let us know. If you want us to talk more, let us know. We want this to be community-based. 
if you yeah, want us to drink, drink more. more. if you want me to go back to stuttering like i was in the last episode just let me know we can make that happen (laughs) Uh, we can tell you what we're drinking too i'm not opposed to that as well but i don't know if we can do that well all i'm gonna say is i'm on a budget and it's from the well. Yeah. <laughs> um, all we can say is that we want you all to be engaged. We want you all to enjoy what we're doing. And even if we get taken down, we want to have fun before we do get taken down. So talk to us. Let us know what's up. This is God Alone by Altar of Plagues. Yeah, you you all had to hear where it kind of breaks into the main riff there because that is fucking gold. <laughs> that, I wish you could get the. Uh, there's a scream he does, and it's more of a shriek. It's not even a scream. He does like toward the end of it, and it just like freaks out over top of the riff, and it's like ugh, ugh, well, disgusting. Well, here's the thing: we may not be able to play the whole song, but listeners. You can do that. Yeah, man. Go go look it up. With that, that right there. I mean, any of the stuff we talk about, go ahead, go back to it. Altar of plagues. Go look Even it. if you don't like the shit that we're talking about, you're gonna find a band in the suggestions that you will probably Yeah, let's let's also talk about that real quick. Uh even if you're not a specific fan of the bands that we are playing here, if you type them in in Spotify, they have this cool feature 
when you go to it, it says fans also like. So yeah. what what's cool about that tab is that it gives you stuff that is close to that genre, but you can also switch it up. Go explore. Go experiment. We yes, thing. Go, go ex- explore it. it. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah. That is what we want. We, we want you all to go look. We want you to contact us. We want you to talk to us. We want you to tell us what you Breaking out. But yeah, we were saying we just want you to get a hold of us. This is supposed to be a community. It's not just Daniel. It's not just Tanner. It's not just specific metal fans. We want people. Oh, we we want everyone to enjoy this. So let us know. Talk to us. We appreciate metal music. Talk to us. We but but how many people in this world really agree on everything? Really? Zero. It's impossible. We may have opinions, but I promise you we're not gonna try to hurt your feelings. No. (laughs) We we just we want to have that engagement. We want to talk about metal. So the next band I want to talk about. And you may not have heard them in a while. Ghost Bath. Ghost Bath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those, they are the next band I'm thinking of. We could play Happy House or Golden Number. What do you think? Golden House. Happy House or Golden Number? Gold, gold number. number. Gold number? Okay. Yeah. We will uh we'll go with that. We'll bring that one in here. Uh, Ghost Bath is niche. Very very least. Oh, I forgot all about that moon lover cover. That's sick.
So uh, obviously black metal in roots. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, it's very apparent from them. Uh, I think we've got one more song that we can play here. A lot of the shit you hear the earlier black metal. Okay, I I get it. You don't want to listen to it. It's out there, but I mean, all this atmosphere shit right now, dude. It's so good. Yeah. Let, well, I I can agree with what you're saying. You know. Earlier black metal may have been very niche to people and it may not have gained as many fans as it could have. But let's think about the new black metal that's coming out, the new atmospheric stuff that people are producing. I think if you give it a chance and you listen to it, it's got a different vibe than original black metal. There's a different element to it. There's still the you, you know your old school black metal. It's I'm not gonna say it's simple shit to play because it's not, but it's not extremely difficult placements. You know what I mean? Yeah, I uh, like I said. I think we're running out of time here. Uh, I could play something from Lantlos if you've ever heard of them. Um, they're a Spanish black metal. Yeah. And I could play Alcest, which is French. And Uh, yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love Alcest. Uh, we could play Wolves in the Throne Room. God, I, I mean, there's. a couple different bands well not a couple there's multiple bands we could play but i think let recommend us one let what do what do you want to close out on here what do you what do you want to be the final of this episode uh well do we want to stay on because everything i had for tonight was more the heavier so the last song i had was uh bolters by white but should we do something else? I can pick something else. I mean, we could definitely do Wake. I I absolutely love some Wake, and they are uh, they're newer, right? Ah, uh, kind of. I uh, mean, they've been around yeah, 2010, um, 2011. Uh, 2019, 2020, 2018. Most of their stuff has come out when they got signed uh i can't remember who they got signed to but uh their their stuff has come out mostly in the past couple years when it got a little bit of notoriety uh so i mean we could definitely play some wake uh i still Uh, no actually let's do fucking roads of judah (laughs) <laughs> you want to go to Death Def Heaven? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm I'm always willing to close it out on Death Heaven. Uh, I I love Death Heaven. I know you absolutely love Death Heaven. Um, I think if we're going to go Roads of Judah, we should probably go Unrequited. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that I mean that whole <laughs> or God, uh, what uh, four tracks, four tracks in 2011. <laughs> but at this point, it was a two-piece band, so that makes it even fucking cooler. Uh, I mean, oh, you know, I'm sure because we've both talked about Deaf Heaven. We both love Deaf Heaven. It's it's hard to refute anything from them. Uh, but I think, I don't know, would you say that Roads to Judah was before they were considered hipster black metal? I guess that would have been uh, when they would have first got grouped into That would be my you, you think you think that was their first start because uh, Roads to Judah was like their first actually official uh, release, wasn't it? Yeah, but they were they were hit with that shit. I mean, just about as soon as they got put in. Let's uh let's play some of Unrequited right here. Uh, I think that's a good way to close out the episode. We've been sticking right around 2010 to 2015. Uh, a little bit newer stuff, but I think that's a great way to pull us out here uh, and close everything together. Uh, let's play Unrequited, not in its entirety, like no. we said, but we will play a good amount of it here. Uh, once again, I'm Daniel. I'm Tanner. And this is the Mountain Metal Music Show. We hope you have enjoyed episode six, and we hope you continue to listen in the future. I hope you reach out to us, and let's hope for the best in the future, because we don't do this for money. We do this because we love it, and we hope you love it too. Unrequited by Death Heaven. Turn this one up.
Hold on. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hold your balls. <laughs> <laughs>